It is an absolutely amazing time to invest in a new condo in Toronto right now. I'll tell you why on today's episode. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for listening. So on today's show, I'm going to be talking to you about this idea that I believe right now at the here we are at the end of approaching the end of 2016 we're uh, getting ready for the last four months of the year the last sort of season of real estate the fall market and it's an absolutely fantastic time to purchase or invest in a condo right now especially a pre-construction condo and the simple reason for that is that I believe that we are right on the precipice right on the edge of a major increase a pop in condo prices and there are several uh, reasons for that, which I'm going to get into in today's episode. So why do I believe that in 2017, condo prices are going to be, especially for new launches, new condo projects coming out in 2017 are going to be significantly, priced significantly higher than the condos that are available in the market right now? Well, there's uh, several factors for that. Let's get into that today. There's a couple of great articles which I do want you to read as well um, in the show notes for this episode, which you can always find the show notes for every episode over at truecondos.com forward slash podcast. And one of the articles was written by a good friend of the show and uh, interviewee on the show, um, one of the archived episodes, George Karras. George wrote a great article in the Toronto Star this uh, past weekend. Headline was, if you think condo prices are high now, fasten your seatbelt. And the other great article, which I'll link to the title in the National Post, the title was, Toronto, Toronto's Condo Inventory at Decade Low as Buyers Priced Out of Ground Level Housing I High-Rise Units. So definitely want to check out the, those further reading on this episode, and a lot of the themes and things will be drawn from that. But the point I want to drive home to you, if you're thinking about investing in a condo, is don't delay. Now is an absolutely fantastic time to get into the market. If you wait until next year, or if you're one of those people that are on the fence, waiting, waiting, waiting for the market to correct itself or to crash or something along these lines, as I hear so often from so many people, they're waiting, 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 many people for years and years and in some extreme cases, decades. Uh, now is the time to jump in. It's not going to get any better. Um, even if you can save a little bit more money, if you're able to purchase now, now is definitely a better time than it will be next year. And there are reasons for that. And, and the, the, let's get into that right now. So first of all, input costs. Input costs are going up quite significantly and this is something that a lot of people in the general public just would have absolutely no awareness of per se of what's happening behind the sheen behind the uh, scenes in the machinery of the condo market and and the development industry input costs are rising and of course when your costs go up um, if you are producing a product and your costs are going up you're going to raise prices. You have to raise prices uh, because you need to make your profit margins. Your, your investors, if you're the developer, your investors need to see certain margins. Therefore, when your costs go up, then your prices must go up 
accordingly as well, or something has to be cut elsewhere um, to make up for the difference. But generally speaking, buyers or builders being uh, on very tight margins as it is and cutting everything that they can whenever they can, uh, there's nothing really more to cut. It's prices that, uh, that are affected and prices will be going up. So what input costs am I talking about? Well, first of all, labor costs. Labor costs have gone up uh, quite significantly over the last few months. You may have heard there were a number of um, strikes by different trades, the drywallers uh, being, being a, a big one. Um, this past year, those those um, those unions have successfully received new contracts, and their uh, wages are going up. And from developers that I've talked to in the industry, they're saying that those uh, labor costs are going to be going up around three to five percent. Three to five percent uh, is going to um, excuse me the the actual effect on prices could be in the three to five percent range the actual labor costs have gone up more than three to five percent but the the um, what it represents to the buyer is around three to five percent increase in prices that's one thing development charges are up development charges are continually going up across the GTA all the different municipalities are raising those development charges there was an interesting article in the Toronto Star as well I'll include a link to that in the notes as well, um, written by Bob Aaron, the uh, real estate lawyer who writes uh, articles in the Star every week. Um, and he was talking about how uh, somebody wanted to put a, an apartment uh, unit in their property, basement apartment, something like this. They were going through the city to do it all properly. And the city was requiring something like $160,000 in taxes, fees, development charges, levies, whatnot, $160,000 in just pure taxation to add a residential unit to a property uh, officially and and, uh, doing it all above board and everything. Um, Absolutely insane. And again, this is something that the, the public, I think, needs a lot more education on, understanding Similar to the way when you go to the gas station and you see the little chart on the, uh, when you're pumping gas and you see that little pie chart that shows you how much of the price you're paying is actually, you know, profit to the, uh, to the um, gas companies and whatnot and how much of it goes to various forms of taxation and uh, government, each government taking their piece of the pie. Uh, and you look at that pie chart and you realize, wow, like uh, if, if we cut all this government stuff out of, of this product, we would have a you know, dramatically cheaper product. It's the same thing in housing. Uh, and people don't realize that one of the reasons why prices are continually rising is because development charges and taxation related to development on developers is also continually rising. Now, developers will absorb some of those costs, but most of those costs are ultimately passed on to purchasers. Again, developers and their investors require certain returns on their money. So when the city comes along and says, okay, instead of a $100,000 development charge, it's now going to be one hundred and ten or one hundred and twenty this year. What are you going to do? Uh, your your investor is not going to say, "Oh, okay, I'll just uh, not make as much money anymore." No, You're, they require certain returns. Otherwise, they're taking their money elsewhere where they can get those returns. So, the the 
costs are passed on to the purchasers and they always will be and they always have been. Um, this notion that you can just continually tax more and more and more um, on developers and developers are the big bad entity that make too much money and we need to take some of that money away from them or something like this is total and utter nonsense and it's economic suicide to keep doing that. You're, you're killing the golden goose. Um, but unfortunately, this is a reality and this is a huge reason why real estate prices continually are going up in the GTA. Development charges are astronomical and the public just is not aware of how high these charges are and how much uh, they are affecting real estate prices. Now, hopefully on the flip side of that, uh, to be fair, that these development charges hopefully are going to create better, live, more livable cities and, and that money is hopefully being used to do good things um, and to continue to make Toronto one of the greatest cities in the world to live in, uh, in the GTA, one of the greatest places in the world to live in. But um, at some point, uh, this, this uh, is going to kill the golden goose, so to speak. So development charges are up, labor costs are, are up, um, what other input costs are up? Land costs, of course, are soaring. If you hear about the numbers that um, developers are paying for land and property to build on today compared to what they were paying a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, five years ago, I mean, it's, it's easily land costs have doubled uh, in the last four to five years easily. Um, in some cases, much more than that. I've got a ton of stories of, of uh, that I've heard of developers, you know, who bought a piece of land maybe one or two years ago for, you know, let's say ten million, and now they're selling it, flipping it today without having done anything. They're just flipping it today for twenty million. Um, <laughs> so if you, if you've got change to spare, then just buying land and sitting on it is uh, is is certainly a, a good way to make a lot of money um, in the market that we're currently in. But land costs are absolutely soaring. So again, projects that are launching in 2017, 2018, they are launching on land that was purchased, you know, in 2016. Uh, and so those properties, uh, by definition, are going to be priced significantly higher. Um, just give you one concrete example. If you look at, um, again, one of my favorite projects right now uh, is Minto Westside at Front and Bathurst. Great value there, great prices still there, um, excellent units, great builder, great location. Um, priced very competitively, many units are priced much below the resale uh, prices in the area. Um, that property was purchased by the developer several years ago and they are able to sell at certain prices and still make a profit. Now if you look down the street, um, Tridel just bought the, uh, the rights to develop the residential portion of the well development at Front and Spadina. Massive, 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 massive uh, project there, mixed-use project, a really exciting project. A lot of people are really looking forward to that. It's really going to transform that part of the city. Um, but the price that you just look and see, uh, the prices that Tridel is paying for that land is much, much, much higher than say what uh, Minto paid for the land just a block away a few years ago. And so naturally it's just common sense to know that the prices that they're going to have to sell the condos at 
on that uh, property are going to be much, much higher, whether it's launched in 2017 or 2018. Whenever those condos hit the market, you know they are going to be priced much, much higher. So that that is, um, again, an opportunity for the smart buyer to take advantage of in the market right now. So those are input costs that are going to affect real estate prices moving forward. What else is going to affect prices moving forward? Well, if you're looking at pre-construction condo prices, uh, again, it's a product, it's a commodity. What If you're a buyer out there looking in the market, look at what else they could potentially buy, the competitive offerings, competitive types of properties out there. That would be resale condos or freehold homes, other types of uh, um, housing, and to a lesser extent, rental units, rental prices. If you look at all three of those things, resale prices in condos are up this year. The latest quarter was 10%. Um, you know, depending on how you calculate it and what markets and segments you're looking at, it's anywhere between 6 and 10% is resale price increases this year in the condo market. We've talked a lot about that on this podcast. If you look at single family home prices, of course, we all know it's in, the, it's in our face every single day. It's on our streets everywhere we turn. You can see it, you can smell it, you can almost feel the prices rising around you. They're up like 20%. I mean, it's absolutely insane. Like earlier this year was 10, 12% year over year. And now the past couple of months, it's more like 20%. Uh, it's absolutely insane, astronomical. For some reason, people don't like to uh, to hate on uh, the resale freehold market and they don't like to call that a bubble. Uh, but they do like to call condo prices a bubble at, uh, you know, on the, on the pre-con side, three, four percent increase prices. That's a bubble, but twenty percent uh, increase in freehold homes, not a bubble. Hmm, interesting. Um, anyways, uh, not to go down that rabbit hole right now, but uh, if you look at rental prices as well, uh, rental prices are up three, four, five, six percent as well. So as rental prices go up, those renters, what are they? What are they going to do? They're going to say, well. I might as well just buy something instead. It's pushing demand. That will push demand from the rental side over to the buying side as well. So uh, all that to say that the, the, the alternative forms of housing are up significantly. Um, and so again, this is all pointing to the fact that, um, that uh, prices of pre-construction new condos are also going to increase significantly. They do not operate in a vacuum, as many people seem to think. Um, the prices of one type will affect the prices of the other. And they, that, as I've been saying for many years in this podcast, this continued 10, 15% escalation in freehold prices will and does and is spilling over into the condo market. And it will spill over into the pre-construction condo market as well. I believe in 2017 significantly as more and more people are priced out of those other markets and looking for the money will go to, you know, it's like gravity. It's like water. It will find its lowest point. The money will naturally flow to where things are most affordable. And right now, um, in case you've been living under a rock and not listening to this podcast, uh, the, uh, the thing that the type of housing that's most affordable, believe it or not in, uh, in Toronto right now is pre-construction condos. Pre-construction condos right now are the most affordable option. Assuming you have the deposit, they are the most affordable um, option. And assuming that you're a smart buyer and you're buying in the right properties, you can get fantastic, fantastic value 
um, in the pre-construction market right now, today, the end of 2016. And I don't know how much longer it's going to last, but my guess is by tw- by 2017, uh, the party might start to be over on this amazing value that we're seeing, and the pendulum will start to swing back, um, and there'll be less value uh, in the pre-construction side um, as prices rise significantly in this market. Other factors that will affect it is just natural appreciation, uh, inflation that that just naturally will occur in any market. Um, in the in the tune of two to three percent is is just a normal. No matter what happens, condo prices are going to go up two to three percent. Unless you're in a recession, condo prices are just always going to go up uh, by that uh, uh, small inflationary amount. No matter what. Um, the other big thing is not enough new supply. Again, in this article in the show notes talking about Urban Nation's latest stats, um, sales were up in the second quarter about twenty six percent from the year before. But sales, it says in the article, sales would have been even higher, but supply has been unable to keep up with demand. New projects fell by 9% from a year ago. And especially in the core, we've really seen this this year. There's very little new projects, new inventory being added to the market. So again, this is all contributing to what I think is is a moment here in time where we're going to look back and say, wow, um, prices really did pop. Um, in, in 2017, especially compared to 2016, there was, we're going to look back and say, wow, 2016, if you had a bought a condo in 2016, there was a lot of value there. There's a lot of projects out there, a lot of pockets where you could really get a good deal on a new condo. And, and, and in retrospect, wow, you know what? It was actually cheaper than buying resale. It was way cheaper than buying a freehold home. Um, you know, with 20% down in many cases, it was cheaper than renting. Uh, that's the situation that the market is right now, I believe. And that's why I think it's a fantastic time to buy a condo right now. So naturally the next question is, well, Andrew, you're probably asking what should we be buying? What should investors be focusing on? Well, in, in particular, I think the opportunity lies in projects like Aminto West Side. There are certainly others out there, but something like Aminto West Side is a good example because the land was bought two or more years ago. And it's being built by a reputable builder. So if you have projects like that, um, where they purchase the land in a, in a different economic, uh, in, a, in a different market, I should say, not economic line, but a different market, um, where land prices were much, much cheaper, those builders are naturally going to be able to afford to be able to sell those units at cheaper prices, particularly reputable builders who um, are much better at uh, understanding markets and weathering little blips and ups and downs in the market. Um, and so if you, you're buying in, in projects like that and sites like that, you're going to see amazing appreciation on those prices, especially when you see what new projects are coming out in 2017 and the prices that they're going to be charging and getting in, uh, in next year's market. Now, it's interesting as well. I will point out a market risk that I, I um, am seeing and something that is certainly um, uh, a sort of a, a concern to be aware of as a buyer out there, and that is buying from what I call B sites from B developers. So if you're buying sites that are not sort of prime locations, um, not close to transit, um, not close to employment centers, things like that. If you're buying from B developers, developers who don't have a long track record, 
Um, those projects, I believe, are a little bit risky to buy into right now because, and this is something I'm hearing from a lot of developers, is especially the seasoned ones, is, is these smaller developers are not able to weather these storms, uh, the increased input costs that are about to hit them, or they were not able to factor these rising input costs or not you know, savvy enough to factor them into their... Um, their uh, pro formas as they were planning these projects out. So I believe, all that to say, I do believe that we will see, I'm making a prediction here, that we will see a handful, not a lot, but I think we'll see a handful, you know, two, uh, two three, four, whatever, not a lot, a lot, but you, you might see a few of these kind of B-sites, B-developer projects that will be canceled um, or will be taken off the table and will have to be relaunched at higher prices is maybe a more accurate way to say it um, in the next 6 to 12 months time because some of these projects are just not going to be profitable anymore as these input costs have gone up. Developers are going to look and look, look and say, wow, I sold out this condo or I sold 70-80% of this condo um, but now all my costs have gone up six, 7%, and that kind of just wipes out my whole profit. So I can't build this thing anymore. I'm going to have to cancel it, go back to the, to the drawing board, redesign the building, price it a little bit higher based on my new input costs, and make a profit that way. Because if I build it as is, if I build it as I've sold it, I'm not going to make any money. My investors aren't going to make any money. If anything goes wrong whatsoever um, in the construction process, if there's some unforeseen issues in construction, I could actually lose money on the project. That is a bit of a, a, a trend that you know, not a big trend, but it's a, it's something that is um, to, something to watch for and, and a risk to be aware of as a condo investor um, in this market when you're buying. Um, in particular from those uh, non-top-tier sort of developers that um, maybe are not able to weather those kind of little blips um, in the market and, and those uh, the reality of the increased input costs that we are seeing in the market this year. Okay, there you have it. That is today's episode. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you found that useful. And again, I hope uh, that you are if you're a condo investor, that you continue to invest this year. If you're thinking about getting into it for the first time, again, this is a fantastic time to do it. If you're picking the right projects, if you're getting good value, I believe you're going to see a big pop in prices, especially in 2017. Okay, that's it for now. Until next time, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.